this week's episode of Do You Still Like Me, a podcast for the unhinged by the unhinged. My name is Jace. And my name is Ree. <laughs> How are you doing? doing? <laughs> oh God, I'm so good. Like uh, just are so you? good. Are you good, Jace? Oh, yeah. Are you sure you're good? Are you absolutely sure that you're good, Jace? I am now. <laughs> Jace, um, we've been sitting here for roughly 20 minutes. Do you fucking hear that? No. <sighs> he started again. Fuck my life. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> do. <laughs> Do we want to do we want to stop? No. Let's just push through. Okay. Let's push through. Jace, what's what's got your goat today, Jace? Fucking neighbor right next door decided that the perfect time to mow for an hour and a half was right before we started the podcast. We've been sitting here for 20 minutes. Yeah. Waiting, listening to him stop, empty his fucking caboose and then mow again. And it's been getting to me big time. I yes, it has. I am losing. I am losing it. I I'm well aware. I'm well aware because I've been sitting here watching you lose it, dear audience. I don't know how much you've seen of Jace getting angry. I know we've kind of seen Jace up on their high horse before, having a little, you know, little soapbox rant about things. I don't know if y'all have actually seen Jace get proper mad because it is. <sighs> It's a sight. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Picture, you know, Disney's Hercules. Yes. Picture Hades in that where he just loses his fucking shit mm-hmm. and he's all flaming and then cools down and is like, no, it's cool. I'm over it. I'm over it. That's me. I, mm-hmm. I, I get so fucking angry and then I'll take a breath and I'll be like, it's okay. It's fine. Everything is fine. <laughs> and then I will be set off again. I feel like that's a pretty good, honestly, it's a pretty good example of the way that like BPD rage can yeah. manifest. We're really good at kind of turning the tap on and off in oh, terms yeah. of yep, yep, anger. Yep. Oh, yeah. I have like, <sighs> in the grand scheme of things, somebody mowing their lawn isn't a big deal. No, it's not a big deal. And it doesn't matter if we've got a little bit of lawnmower noise in the back. It does background. It doesn't matter if if we have to wait twenty minutes before we record. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. But to me, right now in this moment, it matters. It's the only thing that matters. It's making me so angry. I was screaming, like it's, oh, mate, I. <clears throat> You've heard me on my soapbox. You have not. <laughs> you have not yet heard me angry. And Ree thinks it's hilarious. Michael also thinks it's hilarious. I think it's hilarious because I'm your best friend, and I feel like I'm allowed to think it's hilarious. If you were, if yeah. you were angry at like, if you were angry at something that was like genuinely terrible, mm. like if something really fucked up had happened to you or around you, and you were mad about that, then yes, I'm going to sit here. I'm going to take it seriously. I'm going to support you. However. It is very funny watching you get pissed off at your next door neighbor mowing his lawn. Um, it's fucking almost six thirty on a Wednesday evening. Who does that? Seven thirty for me. Seven thirty for me. And we've got That's we've got the it. fucking time difference. Yeah, yeah. It's getting dark outside. Who mows their lawn at this time? It's getting dark outside here too. Who the it's- fuck? Okay, I, I I'm I could ang- I could get angry about this 
for, for so long. Like we could, we Brie could had to listen to me. For <laughs> we could spend an entire an hour. episode. Yeah, but yeah. let's not. Let's not because <laughs> I'm getting all worked up again. Well, Jace, do you want to know something that's upset me today that might make you feel I a little bit better about you being upset? Well, I mean, I don't know if it'll make you feel better, but at least it will be. Something. Yeah, you being upset doesn't make me feel good at all. But yes, talk to me. <laughs> I need to know that I'm not alone in feeling upset. Yours is probably actually a genuine thing that is serious. And mine is just me yelling at fucking mm. Jim's mowing over there who. <laughs> Jim's mowing. <laughs> fucking Jim. All right, tell me. Look, talk to me. Look, I wouldn't say that mine is serious. Uh, it's personally devastating to me and also the entire emo population of Australia, I would say. My Chemical Romance are breaking up. No, no. We've already been through that once, so we're not doing it again. <laughs> but, but they have postponed their shows. Oh. By a year. Oh, no. I now will not be seeing them until March 2023. March so 2023. That doesn't even sound like a real year. I know. I got these tickets months ago. I got these tickets months ago, Jace. And I have been waiting, waiting for March 2022, which is when they were supposed to be playing. And they've had to postpone it. Now, the reasons are understandable. Capacity limits, border issues, etc., etc. They want to make sure that everyone that has purchased a ticket can attend. So they don't want, you know, they don't want to have to put a, a cap on the venue capacity. Um, they want everyone to be able to go. And, you know, they need to have border stuff cleared. Very fair. Entirely fair. Also, the uh, guitarist Frank is still recovering from an injury. He probably would have been recovered by March 2022, but I do appreciate that he's getting a little bit more time because (laughs) uh, I want him to be at his best because if you've seen that man play guitar, uh, it is wild. He's the one in the band that, like, jumps around and, like, rolls around on the ground and, like, it's, it's like he's fighting the guitar and everything else um so yeah like i want him to be at his best and i want everyone that got tickets to be able to see them uh however this is the one thing that's been keeping me going for a while well now i can keep you going for another year i mean i guess i guess yeah yeah actually um tw suicide jokes um i i do have a joke with a friend of mine like you know he will see me being depressed online and he will text me no you can't Mm. die you gotta be alive for mcr i'll be like he's like no you have to stay alive for mcr um so yeah (laughs) so that's what's going on in my life at the moment um i'm upset about that but yeah like i said very reasonable you know i just uh, like it sucks it it really sucks you know what it is Mm. it's the curse you mentioned it you mentioned that you were excited about it fuck it's the podcast it's the fucking podcast does the podcast extend to bands now i thought it only extended to the men that i'm fucking uh, um, you are you are dating him in your mind. You are dating the entire band as a concept. So yes, I think that does extend. I do to, as a concept, not as the people. <laughs> I mean, I do talk about Gerard Way online as if he is my actual boyfriend. Um, That's healthy. 
Yeah, super healthy. I love to talk about people as if they're my actual boyfriend. Lately, uh, on Twitter, I've been talking about uh, not not even a real person, a fictional character. I've been talking Yay. about a fictional character as if he is my boyfriend, uh, Greg from Succession, which is my newest uh, TV thing that I'm binging because that's what Sorry, I do. did you did you say TV? It, yes, I mean television str- streaming. Yes. Re, I don't watch television is now talking about television on the podcast. Jace. I Yes, darling. <laughs> Fuck you. When I say I don't watch TV, I mean I don't tend to watch stuff that's on free to air. I watch things on I Netflix. don't have free to air. And why are you you're always like Jace is always watching TV. Jace is talking about television again. I don't watch TV. Jace watches so much TV. I don't have free to air television. I don't have Foxtel. I have streaming services. So let's just get that straight. I'm pissed. I'm not at you. All I can hear is <laughs> the neighbor. I was going to say mowing the you- lawn. You are sounding genuinely angry, and I'm like, are we are we about to have like a couples therapy session on the pod? I like, do we do we have do we have any grievances to air? Like, is that I'm what's so happening angry. Here? Is that what's happening? Not at here? you, please. I'm not well, angry. You're taking it out on me. You're taking it out on me. Tell me about succession, please. <laughs> oh, Chase. Um, no, see, my my thing is like, you you have you have a lot of shows i tend to find one show and then just like that's my entire life and then the second that i've finished watching it it done just done me too babe i just yeah. watch a lot of them in a row you you do you do i think i think i think it takes me a bit longer to to get through um tell me I about s- succession come on okay <laughs> um uh for 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 those of you who have been living under a rock um Succession, yeah, Jace. Um, succession is about uh, my favorite thing to watch, which is uh, angry, bitchy, uh, wealthy white people uh, <laughs> all being angry and bitchy at each other. It's like it's like it's like Gossip Girl or Arrested Development. Actually, it is kind of like a mix of Gossip Girl and Arrested Development, and Ooh. just that. I did. I, I've actually seen someone online say, "Look, Succession is." if Arrested Development was a drama as opposed to a comedy, which I think wow. is a bit unfair because Succession is very funny. <laughs> but, it, yeah, it's basically about this family. Uh, the the dad owns this big media conglomerate. Uh, and, yeah, lots of shit goes down and they're all fighting over who's going to be the next CEO, hence the title Succession. Uh, the theme song slaps and I'm in love with Greg. I'm in love with him. Uh, he's a real person. Uh, he's my boyfriend. It's real. It's very real. We are in a relationship. We're very happy together. Um, I'm in love with Greg. Greg is six foot seven. Um, yeah. Well, there and, you go. <laughs> and a total doofus. Uh, he's he's not he's not an actual child of the main guy. He's like a cousin, and he kind of gets sucked and into you it. You fucking love cousins. I love cousins. I love I love tall, skinny, dorky. That's everything you like. I know, I know. And he's played by Nicholas Braun, who was in Sky High. I fucking he's love that. He's the one. He's the one. Is he the one that was would tell people in auditions and stuff that he was six four because he thought that they wouldn't cast him if they knew he was six seven? I don't know. I haven't heard about that. But I know that in Sky High, he was the one with like the white blonde hair. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I'll have to look that up. Um. But yeah, <laughs> and I just, I don't know. It's one of those things. Yeah, 
Uh, we've spoken about this many and many and many a time, but it's really easy for us to form obsessions really quickly, get totally and utterly sucked in and then drop it. It's your life. Like it's your life for the period of time that you're watching it. Yeah, and exactly. And it doesn't exist. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, I've literally looked up this man's entire filmography and I'm intending on watching all of it. Um, Nicholas Braun, I know you're listening. Uh, don't. Don't listen, please. I don't want that Call to color. Us. I don't want that to color your opinion of me for when we eventually do meet in real life and you fall madly in love with me. Um, please don't listen to this episode of the podcast, Nicholas Braun. I love you. Uh, you should have you said so that before you started talking about how much you love him. Look, I have a problem. Okay, I know. I have I have a problem, and it's it's, <laughs> it's fucking lanky white boys. I have a problem. Okay. I mean, in general, lanky white boys are a problem. And they are. Also, they are specifically, massive, they are your problem. They are a massive problem. Uh, they're a problem that I'm willing to take on my shoulders. Um, <laughs> uh, I've solved it, and guys. Face just, and just leave it. Leave lap. it to me. Leave it to me. Um, I'll, I'll take this burden for the world. I will take this. Leave burden it to Reva. <laughs> that was kind of a leave it to Beaver joke. It didn't. It sounded like Reba, so it didn't quite work out the way that it. <laughs> Sounded in my head. But, Nicholas, uh, Nicholas Broad and Reba McIntyre, that would be a fucking power couple. <laughs> that would be an absolute fucking power couple. I love Leave Reba. it to Reese Beaver. There we go. Thank you. Why are you looking at me like that? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I haven't shaved in a while. I'm aware of that. I don't at all. So yeah, who gives yeah, but, a shit? Yeah, but you're married. Yeah, but I didn't even before that. That's fair. That's fair. Never I, have. Never will. I'm, I'm kind of flitting around uh, being very single right now. Um, I'm hating it. Uh, but also, uh, I'm back on Tinder, which is dumb. Ah. Uh, it's really bad. Um, Tinder is bad. <laughs> I hate I hate making conversation with people on dating apps. I absolutely hate mm. it. But then also... If they come on too strong and they're like, let's meet up, let's hang out. I'm like, no, oh God. Red flag. Oh, what? <laughs> but, nope. Nope. I have had two successful interactions from my time on Tinder this year. One of them was a man that I had already known for 10 years. We ended up dating for a few months. And the second was on the weekend where I matched with my ex-boyfriend. Uh, <laughs> uh, the first victim of the podcast in fact the, yeah. the boy that I was dating literally when we started this podcast um, I matched with him on there and we're like oh huh, funny seeing you here uh, uh, do you want to grab a drink um, he left Monday morning uh, so yeah that was successful uh, I don't know if I'm ever going to see him again probably not because podcast you mentioned it again on the podcast yeah so. yeah yeah, and also just because I'm bad at this kind of thing in general. Like, I'm trying my hardest not to get, like, overexcited. I know that we're probably not going to date again, and if we were, it will definitely not be anytime soon. But uh, there's this thing in the back of my head that is like, ooh, a man paying attention to me d- bah, must ruin my life. Ruin my life. I was on Bumble for a little while a couple of years ago only looking for women and I got so like I got a few matches and then we would talk a little bit and then I would get really scared and just delete the app I have also done that 
I have done that because I have I have my Tinder set to men and women. Um, you know, I fucking hate that it's such a binary. But anyway, that's an- another whole rant. Uh, but yeah, I have mm-hmm. it set to I have it set to everyone. Um, men are gross, and women are. The, the conversation will usually be like, oh, my God, you're so pretty. Oh, my God, you're so pretty. Oh, my God. Oh, you're so gorgeous. Ah. And then nothing. Nothing happens. Yeah. We stop talking. Nothing ever happens again. And that's even if a conversation starts. I would uh, fathom to say that uh, 85 to 90% of my matches on dating apps, I just match with them. I look at it, I go, that's cool. And then nothing. I don't message them because I, I, can, I can't message first. I'm terrified to message first. And then... So much of the time, people will message me first, and I just won't open it. I'm a horrible person. I am so bad. Like I'm, I am. These right people there with are you. out there shooting their shot, and I'm just. I have a them. bullet. I have a bulletproof vest. It's called anxiety. <laughs> it just stops me from doing anything. And also, I think just because, like, if I open the message and we start talking, and they're like, "Hey, you want to hang out?" I will freak out and run away. Uh, because I don't want to hang out immediately. And some people are so pushy. I've matched with a few people mm-hmm. on there. And like we've started talking. But half of the conversation is just them being like, oh, do you want to hang out tonight? And I'm like, I, I have a nine to five job. Like mm-hmm. maybe on the weekend. And then they'll message me again two days later. It's like a Wednesday or a Thursday. Do you want tonight? Tonight? And I'm like, you just want to fuck Can't me. And look, take I get that. Like, I get that. I get that you just want to. <laughs> I get that you just want to fuck me because that's what most people on these dating apps want to do. Look, I'm not opposed to the idea of just getting a random hookup from a dating app. That's fine. But when I have already put a boundary in place, saying, "Hey, maybe don't mm-hmm. hit me up on weeknights. I'd like to chat a bit more, test the waters, and then see how we go," and they're just really really in my face about it that's that's a huge red flag also another absolutely huge, another huge red flag is when I don't I tell them that I have you know a nine to five job and I don't reply to their messages straight away I do not reply to their messages straight away this one time I matched with a guy this was a few years ago this was a few years ago I matched with this one guy and yeah he was messaging me while I was at work and I was like hey I'm at work and he's like, oh, well, I can see that you don't have time for me and you're not taking this seriously. But he got really shitty at me and unmatched. And I'm like, fuck all right, off. fuck you. Good riddance. Um, you just saved yourself there. Like, yeah, trash takes itself out. So a few months later, I'm at a friend's party. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm at a friend's party and I bump into a friend of mine that I went to primary school with and I hadn't seen her in a while. And I'm like, oh, my God, how are you? Oh, it's great. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, and she's like, oh, have you met my boyfriend? <gasps> Oh, yeah, it was him. It was him. And I was like, wonderful. This is excellent. This is great. Um, I proceeded to uh, spend quite a big chunk of that party just terrorizing him, just being an asshole. But, like, in a subtle enough way that it just came off that I was, like, kind of like, oh, oh, oh. Oh, so you so you do that? Oh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. So where's that accent from? Is that is that Irish? Oh, it's British. Oh, so, oh, okay. <laughs> Great. Um, and then also just to put a cherry on top of the cake that was that party, um, there was another guy there, and I was like, he looks one really hot and two really familiar. So I go over and I start talking to him, um, and we're chatting, and I'm like, look. This might sound weird, but you look really familiar. 
um, we have a little talk. Turns out we had matched on Tinder. <laughs> Around the same time that I had matched with this previous guy, the, mm-hmm. the now friend's boyfriend. Um, the difference was me and this second guy, like we had just chatted on there for a bit and then it had fizzled out. But we saw each other in person and we were like, oh, vibes, cool. We ended up dating for like six months after that. Wow. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> and we're, we're on good terms. We're on good terms. Um, like, I think it ended because um, I, I was poly at the time. So I had a couple mm-hmm. of partners. Um, and it ended because my main partner and I had broken up. And I just wasn't, I, I just became an emotional wreck. Uh, mm. And I was just like, look, I really like you. This is great. Maybe let's let's chill on it for a while. Um, so, yeah, there's like no hard feelings there. I think I still have them on Facebook. Um, so, yeah, but I just I just found that so fucking delicious that there were two <laughs> men at this party that I had matched with on Tinder. One of them was an asshole to me on Tinder and thus got treated like an asshole. One of them was really nice to me on Tinder and we just didn't keep up the conversation. And when we hung out in person, it was like, oh, this is actually nice. It's like, Wow. Maybe people should just not be cunts on apps. See, I feel like I don't do well on those kinds of apps because I've only had two experiences on the apps and it was just Bumble and maybe like one of those plenty of fish type ones as well. I think I was on Mm. only set to women and like, you know, non-males. Yeah. And I just get, I don't like the pressure. Mm. And I don't like that there is, I mean, obviously, if you want to have a relationship with someone in your area, you are expected to meet up with them at some point. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I feel like, I feel like I would be okay if I never hung out with anyone ever again. Is that's? I know that sounds absolutely fucking unhinged, but I crave interaction but I don't think face-to-face interaction is what I need. I just need like... You crave attention as opposed to interaction. <laughs> well, hmm. um, I feel like even with friends, um, mm. it's like everyone's like, oh, we should hang out. Let's meet up. Let's hang out. And there's so I have so many Twitter mutuals in Brisbane. Yeah. Literally 10 minutes from me that yeah. I could hang out with and they're cool and they're hot and I love them and I like want to kiss their faces but every time we're like let's hang out I'm like hmm sure sounds good sounds awesome but also maybe I would be okay if I never did that with anyone ever again maybe I just maybe I'm content talking to you on the podcast in person <laughs> this is as in person as I kind of desire yeah uh, or maybe we can, we can I'm see okay each other's faces you know it's fine that's it that's yeah, something maybe I'm okay with just text chatting Maybe mm. that's all I want to do for the rest of my life. I. Okay, that was. But you big. know what I'm going to do? I'm going to fucking murder my neighbor. Is he mowing again? Allegedly. Yeah, he's fucking mowing again. Again. He started up again. 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 It's dark outside, mate. It's fucking dark outside. <sighs> Look, um, I did say this to you earlier when we weren't recording yet, mm-hmm. but th- throw eggs at him. Throw, throw vegan well, eggs at him. <laughs> That's it. I'm gonna I'm gonna mix up some of that fucking <laughs> vegan egg stuff that you mix up the powder with the water. I'm gonna put it in a super soaker and I'm gonna fucking squirt it over the fence at him. Good. That sounds delightful, and definitely will not stink for him. And at it's all. not assault. <laughs> <laughs> it's not assault. Assault with a deadly liquid. 
I, the parts I've, are deadly after you've ingested that stuff, though. I'll tell you that. Much. I mean, I, I can I can imagine that is one of the reasons why I stopped eating eggs. But I don't I don't like vegan eggs either. I just don't like. I don't I don't I don't like egg taste. I don't like egg texture. No, I just stick clear of eggs altogether. But yes, the farts are definitely part of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, what would be the best way to like fuck with this guy? that would not get you in any legal trouble. I don't know. How I do you fuck with a neighbor? I feel like we need like we need MacGyver or like Macaulay Culkin from Home Alone. You know the music that they play outside of West Point when they're trying to get the teens to not hang out out the front? Those ma- those really loud Christian songs that they oh play from the speaker? Oh my god. Yes, play Maybe really, I need to do that. really loud Christian music or like fuck what's He might like it. I don't know him. He might enjoy it. Yeah. It needs to be something that's insufferable but not insufferable enough that you would cop a noise complaint. Yodeling. Yodeling? Yodeling could help. Yodeling music. Yodeling. I really um, am going to lose my mind and I appreciate you trying to take the uh, take my mind off this by doing <laughs> being funny but I really am gonna yell oh my god <sighs> okay uh, deep breaths Jace deep breaths deep breaths I didn't breathe this deep when I was giving birth to my children <laughs> this is harder this is more painful this is more painful than giving birth yes how big were your kids when you gave birth to them one was only six pounds ten, and the other one was eight pounds nine. I don't know what pounds are. I don't know what they are. Wait, in so kilos. eight is wait eight it. is bigger than six? Yeah, darling, eight is bigger than six. Wow, wow. I know that much maths. Yeah, good on ya. <sighs> but <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna oh, next time. Mm. Rocks, rocks, just pebbles over the fence. What you should caught in yeah. his mower. No, yeah, you should do that. Just sprinkle some pebbles on his lawn and then next time he's trying to mow his lawn, um, they'll just they'll just fuck up his uh lawnmower. And the up- anyone have any ideas, mm. send them through because just I'm, like I'm gonna I'm ways gonna. to prank a neighbour without getting into any legal trouble. Um do do you wanna blast that on the Twitter quickly? And maybe maybe we can get some answers in real time. Because right. I, 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 I really ask. feel like I really feel like I, I need to distract you because I love you and I don't like you being angry. And also I know that we wanna actually you know, we wanna we wanna have a nice pod episode. We wanna have a nice time. We do. You know. And it's gonna be impossible for me to cut this thing together to cut out the, the dead air when there's no fucking dead air because this cunt keeps mowing the fucking lawn. So that's another thing that's annoying me. Oh dear. To, to everyone, we apologise greatly for this. Um, you know, we do need to work around everyone's schedules in terms of when we can record. We need to work around, you know, Jace's stuff with their family and their kids. And we need to work around uh, my heinous binge drinking. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ree has a life. Ree has friends. <laughs> well, I, w- I was going to say, just um, springboarding off what you were saying earlier about... Um, interaction with people i i am a very social creature i'm intensely social i love being around people um i love going out i love going out and doing things but i also have a pretty 
hefty recharge time on that. Mm. So I tend to flip-flop wildly between the, I'm going to go out every night this week. I'm going to go out. I'm going to go to the pub. I'm going to go to local shows. I'm going to go to the movies. I'm going to do all this blah, 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 blah. And then I will need like a solid week or two just in my bed watching things on on streaming services where I watch them. It's television. <laughs> it's fucking television. Why would you bring that up when I'm angry at the lawnmower man? The lawnmower. I'm sorry. I don't want to take this out on you, Reed, but I'm fucking gonna do it. I know you are. I know. I know. Um, but yeah, like I need a pretty hefty recharge time. I feel like that's not uncommon though, especially for people that experience like sensory overload. It just sucks because like, I Oh, who experiences sensory overload? Jace with a lawnmower next to their head. Yes, I, yes, I'm with you. Mm, yeah. I also need a very long recharge time. And I do once I'm out and I do yeah. like to do things with people. I think it's just getting to know people. I prefer mm. to do online and I, and for a very long time. If you can yeah. give me two to three years to get to know you online. <laughs> oh yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Like I'm hanging out with a friend tomorrow uh, that I've known for like six years or so I'm pretty sure in that time we have seen each other in person maybe three times like I yeah I'm not about to just go and meet up with someone that I don't have a pretty well-established rapport with it's it's very risky it's too risky for me yeah like I can't make myself do it um, so yeah, like I, I feel like the, the best time for me to meet new people is usually in group situations where I have like a safe person there. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. I'm all for being introduced to my friend's friends. Cause if my mm -hmm. friend is friends with you, that that's a good endorsement. That's a good endorsement. But if I just know you from online, then who am I to know if you're actually going to be like that in person? Because yeah. a lot of people kind of have their own personas online and that's fine if you want to you know like like people that aren't super confident will be more confident online or just just things like that but also uh, it can lend to you know people seeing me very nice online very funny and very relatable and personable and then you meet them in person and they're actually like creepy as hell yeah um and they don't understand boundaries and it's just shit like that I'm not blessing you, cunt. You can go to hell. You just sneezed. Uh, do you remember I had an online friend for a while that then you became an online friend with, CJ? We've spoken about CJ before. Cause you not on the pod, I don't think. No, we have, I think. Have we really? Cause you I don't think so. I think it was you, like in a wind no, no, no. down or a, before no, we cause, started. Because you couldn't remember his name and then I popped out with his full name immediately. Yeah, but... I think that was before we started beeping it out. Anyway, you guys can let us know have, if we've spoken about it. Uh, I had this friend online. If you've heard the story before, fucking I don't give a fuck. I'm in the mood. I'm telling my story. So I met this guy online. I can't remember where. MySpace maybe. Who Probably knows? MySpace. But his name was CJ and he went by Surtax. C-E-R-T-A-X-E. Mm -hmm. -E. And he was from... Manchester I believe or was it yeah. Liverpool yeah it was Manchester it was Manchester mm -hmm. 
And he was this goth guy who wore like a, a Matrix style leather jacket and he took lots of photos of himself licking knives. Yeah. And he also recorded like electro music, goth electro music. <laughs> yep. And I thought he was so cool. And mm-hmm. Ree also thought he was so cool and hot. And then he started talking to Ree, which was very inappropriate because he was older than both of us. And if he's older than me, then he's definitely older than Ree. I was 15. Yeah, <laughs> disgusting. He was like 23 or something. Yeah. It was dark. I, I was very into him. <laughs> it's a bad yeah, habit I had at that age. we found out mm. that he was romancing both of us. Yeah. And he had also asked both of us to move to the UK to be with him. Yep. 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 That was the thing. That was. And I was obsessed with the UK. I was obsessed with England at the time. You were a big Anglophile at the time. Oh, massive. The comedy, the music, all of it. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that was a lot of stuff that we bonded over uh, in the early days as well, because we were both big Doctor Who fans. We're both. uh, You got me into the Mighty Boosh, the like Mm -hmm. films of Edgar Wright. You were obsessed with the Beatles. Like, you were obsessed with the Beatles. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, big time. Yeah. But, yeah, he was pretty weird. Yeah. And I remember the day that my dad found the photos that CJ had sent me Mm. of him licking the knives. Mm. And they weren't sexual in any way. He wasn't, like, topless or anything like that. It was just some weird goth guy licking knives, (laughs) which to an immigrant father is definitely... (laughs) Uh, very, uh, yeah. Just a note, just a note, if any non-creepy goth guys want to send me pictures of them licking knives, uh, dyslmpod at <laughs> Thank you. But yes, not creepy. <sighs> not creepy. You have to be nice. You have to be nice. Yeah. And yeah, don't send voice recordings of yourself going, <laughs> which is like what he would do in his music and send voice recordings and... <laughs> stuff but yeah he was weird and also I remember he had a girlfriend as well Mm. and then she moved from America I think to be with him and then they broke up oh my god and this man was just just collecting online girlfriends like fucking Pokemon cards yep and then fucking kicking them out Jesus well I'm glad I never went over there go back so am I yeah for both of us I don't know where he is now I've looked him up we have tried to look him up and we can't we can't find him anywhere so hopefully he's dead yeah hope so I know that sounds harsh to anyone who didn't know him but he was a 23 year old trying to fucking Mm. hook up with a 15 year old and in any way you slice it that's fucked up so Yeah. yeah like like just because I was into him Like, just because I had a big crush on him, it doesn't make it okay. And a lot of, (laughs) some people will try and be like, oh, that makes it, well, uh, she was, she was into him too. She wanted it. I was a child. Um, Exactly. It's his responsibility as the adult in the situation to be like, this is wrong. We can't do this and we shouldn't do it and we're not going to do it. And he did. Not like, we shouldn't do this. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, no. No, because that's what he would do. Yeah. Oh, we shouldn't. We Mm -hmm. shouldn't. And I'd be like, then don't fucking yeah. don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We knew a lot of predators. We knew a lot of predators. Honestly, we 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 probably still know a lot of predators now. Oh, we definitely know a bunch of predators. They just haven't yeah. been outed yet. No, like, I hate saying it so flippantly, but that's just the way the world is 
and we there's nothing we can do about it until we find out about it and then we can just yeah them off. so the amount of people that I've been close friends with and like trusted and it has then mm-hmm. come out some shit about them I only found out about one of these the other day um oh I was absolutely absolutely utterly shocked, shocked. yes yeah yes because they're fucking good at hiding it yes yes they are they are um I only found out because another friend of mine posted about it on the Instagram story do um, I know this person um probably maybe can you tell me I mean are you gonna bleep it out obviously no I'm gonna fucking turn it all the way up and everyone can hear okay about okay do you know oh yeah 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 I only found out about that the other day I'm I, sure I told you that I had no fucking idea I had no clue I had Pretty absolutely sure I told you that, but no clue maybe I didn't yeah, I knew about that one. I had absolutely Big no fucking clue. I had no, I had no fucking clue. Uh, this person and I used to be extremely close friends. And also we had, I mean, it wasn't very public, but there was a bit of a flirtation going on there. Um, so I'm glad I, I have know. never interacted with this person, but I did. Yeah, I knew about this for a while, mm. maybe a year or so I've known. Mm. Yeah, I yeah. had no fucking clue. Absolutely no fucking clue. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of the things that people have been uh, vaguely tweeting about makes sense now (laughs) yeah and it happens it fucking happens like and I feel like I'm always the last to know in these situations I mean I know that's a very focus on me way of putting it but like it 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 makes me feel fucking awful because I'm like oh my god because I'm I'm an abuse survivor myself Mm -hmm. I'm you know I've I've I'm an, an SA survivor like when I find out that people that I new and I trusted are guilty of that it fucking yep. breaks my heart rocks my world like it just shatters me absolutely it's hard because me. it's not it's not making it all about you it is mm. it is about you in a sense because yes they abuse this other person or these other people or preyed on other people but you put your trust in them as a person you trusted mm. them they were something to you mm. And to find out that they were the shitty person all along and you had no idea, you are, you've been duped as well. It's, it's normal and natural to feel like you're the one who has been wronged. Well, you're one of the people that has been wronged. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not, I'm not going to be like, I'm the one that has been wronged. Obviously. No, no, I'm no, no. That has been <laughs> I misspoke, yeah, my no, apologies. But, no, but, no, no, no. But like, I totally get what you mean. That is the fair feeling. It's like, oh shit, like I, I have been wronged. And like, you know, it's all, it's that feeling of like, fuck, like you know have I like I've been unknowingly friends with this person you know it's the guilt as well it's the guilt it's like fuck does that mean I'm a shitty person and like no obviously not but when you found out about this person what did Mm. you do um I mostly I was just messaging this friend on Instagram being like what the fuck what the fuck are you kidding me what the fuck are you actually fucking kidding me and then they started to tell me what had happened I was like are you fucking kidding me they did this and this and this and this. Like I was losing my mind. I was freaking out. Um, and I was trying to laugh it off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I really trusted this person. Like I really and trusted you this person. Delete this person from everything? Yes. There you go. You've done your yeah. due diligence. You've done what you need to do. Yeah. It's the people that find out and then don't give a fuck. That- yeah. That exactly. you really, the, the, the ones that should feel guilty. And it can be really hard when you form a connection with someone. I'm not going to go and say it's easy to cut someone off, someone mm. that you've shared moments with and experiences with and, and time with and nudes with or whatever you've shared with this person. 
and it's hard. It's hard. It's not easy to just go, oh, this person that I trusted and I have this really solid relationship with, or I thought I had this really solid relationship with, is a bad person. All right, snip, snip, bitch, you're gone. It's not yeah. easy to do that. Yeah, no. Because you have to grieve as well. You have a relationship to grieve. Yeah, yeah. It, I've I've had a lot of people in my life like that. It fucking sucks. Yeah, it really it does. And sucks. Some people can just cut people off like that and that's good, that's fine, that's valid or whatever. Yeah. Some people can't. It takes longer and it's, yeah. that's it. You've it's tough all around. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a fucking it's a fucking mess. And it, it makes me want to like never talk to anyone ever again. Yeah. That's why remember that's why I quit YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Because I couldn't trust anybody in that community. No, no. Well, like YouTube was like a hotbed for predators. Like absolutely yeah. Fucking and I was wild. right in there. Like I was in the same management company as some of them. Yeah. It's the same YouTube management company. And it's like, well, fuck, I, I can't. And I also couldn't in good conscience stay with a management company that was keeping these people on books as well. No, precisely. Precisely. So you I was need- just like, I was like, fuck it. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was a situation it. which it was easy for you to go boom, 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 done. Yeah. Like, and that's mm-hmm. good. And I'm and glad. And I mourned that- it still. I yeah. still mourned it. Yeah. I was just straight up like, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. <laughs> good on ya. Good on ya. Because, yeah, like, uh, and it's one of those things that can kind of stick with you for a while afterwards. You know, I have even situations that I've been per- in personally myself where I have been the victim I will Mm. still see things sometimes and it will remind me of that person. And sometimes it'll be stuff that reminds me of them in a positive way or like, oh, I should take a photo of this to send it. Ah, like, like my brain takes a minute to catch up and I'm like, oh no, actually that, that person fucking horrifically abused me. Um, Yeah. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's a fucking, it's a mess. Like, I, I feel like I have spewed my most eloquent thoughts on this now and I'm purely down, <laughs> I'm purely down to feelings where I'm just like, That's ah, not nice, not a nice, <laughs> it's Yeah, bad. it feels like shit. It feels, it feels like, like shit. fucking shit. It feels like shit. I hate it. It's hard as well being on Twitter because everyone knows everyone. And people become mutuals with people that you think are good people and then you find out that they're abusive or have done something to one of your friends and it's like, fuck, well, I've been publicly tweeting this person and then I find out that they've done this, that or the other and then I have to fucking, like, it's hard. It's just, it's the whole not knowing and you know I hate not, not knowing things and just the fact that I don't know everything about everyone yeah yeah it just makes me feel very um I don't know yucky 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 don't yeah like it. yeah no it's it's pretty bad like I know people on Twitter that have done bad things yes. but and I see friends of mine being friends with them but it's also not my place to say mm-hmm. So that's hard too because it's like, well, it is. I don't want to out things that it's not my place to out. Um, that's fucking. And then you feel oh. like the little rat being like, you know, this yeah, person you're saying that you love. They're a piece of shit, actually. Yeah. It's like, well, then you I, know, like I could ruin the reactions going to be. I could ruin a huge chunk of Sydney Twitter's day at the drop of a hat. 
I have. Yeah. Mm, I have. <laughs> I could do it, but I'm I'm not going to. I'm not going to because it's not my place. It's absolutely not my place. Um, yeah, and like, if if you find yourself in a situation like that, and you decide mm-hmm. that you know saying something would be for the best, then fucking go for it. Do mm-hmm. it. Especially um, if you're if you're protecting someone. If you're just being like disruptive for no reason mm, then, don't don't yeah yeah then that's you know yeah. but like but in, in if my protecting someone in my case i am protecting someone so it's like i'm not gonna do that but if it's like if it's like real bad shit and it's like no people need to know mm-hmm. yeah i don't know it's it's a fucking I, it's a fucking hard tightrope to walk and i feel like so many of the things i say on this podcast is just me uh, sitting on the fence about things but also yeah. <laughs> I do I do find it I find it hard to form strong opinions on things um because yeah my again I have fucking mm. personality disorder my my opinions shift all over the place all the time um yeah and I feel like I do know I know right and wrong but when it comes to nuance mm. I freak out like yeah. I freak out it's hard for me to process nuance so the the easiest way for me to do it is just to step back just step back step yeah. back if there is if there is no clear right or wrong answer i find it hard to even be in the conversation it's very because it's very very stressful it's very stressful and i don't want i yeah i don't <laughs> <laughs> this is hard this it is, is hard tough. to talk about yeah yeah it's very tough because I've also been in that situation where I've seen people put someone shitty on a pedestal and mm. tweet about how much they love them and support this person or yeah. whatever, yeah. knowing that they've done horrible things to friends of mine yeah. and not being able to be like, actually, uh, this person's a piece of shit mm. and you shouldn't be glorifying them because it's not my place to say it. Yeah. It's not – my friend yeah. wouldn't want me to say it and also I – they're not, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's fucking hard. <laughs> it opens you up to a shitstorm as well because then people will be asking you questions mm-hmm. about it. And it's like, one, yeah. you might not... Kn- questions that we can't answer. You might not know the details. You might know the details, but you might not feel comfortable disclosing them. And there are so many people that are like, proof, 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 proof. And especially with Australia's like defamation laws, we fucking saw, mm. um, what was it today? Um, yeah. Peter Dutton what like won that court case against what a fantastic man mm. i love peter dutton yeah have nothing bad to say about that mm. amazing man his head looks like a delicious melon um yeah like <laughs> it's it's hard when you know when speaking up even if you're telling the truth could land you in some really big mm-hmm. fucking trouble so exactly yeah i i find it a really difficult minefield to navigate and look if any if anyone listens if anyone listens to this if anyone listens to this and wants to have a go at me do so in my dms fucking have a go at me talk to me like but there are situations in which i will not speak i just will not and we're not excusing um god no no anything never but I think we just want to say, make it clear that there is, it can be really fucking hard. Yeah. Especially if you don't know if that person is also abusing the person that, that they're friends with and that 
that this person is also being manipulated and abused and everything mm. like that. Yeah. So it's just like there's so much that we don't know about everything. And yeah. I just think I just think people have to keep that in mind. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Beck says, send them a potato, send them a glitter bomb, put baked beans in their letterbox. Ooh, <laughs> baked beans in the letterbox. I really like that. I really like that. You know, mm. oh, you know what you could do? Um, you could put a spider in their letterbox. <laughs> Pretend it's a shower and just put that spider right in there. <laughs> hey, okay, 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 fine, fine, fine. Okay, so I have been tweeting about this. Um, there has been a big old huntsman in my bathroom um let me see i'm just gonna check the date uh yeah there's been a big old huntsman in my bathroom since the 10th of november it is now the 24th of november when we are recording this i want him gone i want him gone but the problem is with my house is we have very high ceilings extremely high ceilings he's right up there he's right the fuck up there um i do not feel confident enough (laughs) To climb on a ladder or a chair and try and Tupperware this son of a bitch. Um, Because if he moves, I will jump and I will fall and I will break my neck. So my strategy has just been leaving the bathroom window open and just being like, there's food out there. There's food out there. There's no food in here. It's a bathroom. There's, There's no tasty little bugs in here just one tasty Please. little treat oh, trying to take a shower yeah. <laughs> exactly because he freaks out when i turn the water on he starts doing his little tap dance all over the roof when i turn the water on he does not like it he does not like when i shut the toilet lid he does not like when i switch on or off my bathroom fan and i'm like dude i don't like that you're in my house and that you're not paying rent please leave i would like to be able to shit shower and shave in peace this has, been absolute, this, has been, this has been absolutely fucking terrorizing me. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, huntsmen's are harmless. They, 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 they. Try telling that to someone who is deathly afraid of spiders, a.k.a. me. I, <laughs> as, as someone who is um, self-proclaimed uh, into spooky stuff, can't do bugs. I can't, cannot mm. do bugs. Absolutely fucking cannot do bugs. Don't like them. Spiders, cockroaches, things like that. Hate them. Hate them. Moths. Yeah. Moths and I'm fine with moths. I actually quite like moths. They're cool. But they're so fast. Yeah, but they're, they're just they're just hanging out. They're just hanging out. No, they're not. They're, they're flying in your face really fast. <laughs> <laughs> if a moth flies in my face really fast, I am going to freak out. Yes. But I'm not. That's I'm not gonna. Do. I'm not gonna be. It's unner- like their whole thing. <laughs> I'm not gonna be unnerved by the presence of a moth in my bathroom. It's not going to prevent me from being able to take my fiftieth shit of the day. I- I'm gonna be fine with that. This That's hunts- where we differ. <laughs> this huntsman, however, like I sit there, I'll be on the toilet. I'll just be like doing a wee or whatever, and I will sit there, and my eyes are locked on him the whole fucking time, and I am being as still as possible i am getting cramps in my shoulders and my back from how still i am being when i am in you know the place where i am the most vulnerable you know it is where i am naked the most often what if he thinks it's a game where it's like a staring competition and every time you come into the toilet or the bathroom the husband's like oh it's time to play again don't and then that's why it's don't don't humanize it please (laughs) 
that that's not going to help. That's going to make me feel worse because then I'm going to be like, you're a fucking pervert. Why are you watching me piss? Why are you? You have a pervert huntsman in your there house. There are men on the internet that would pay me money to watch me piss. And this motherfucker is getting it for free and also causing me massive anxiety. If I want to be caused massive anxiety while I'm pissing, I at least want to be making some fucking money out of it. You heard Pay that? up. Huntsman, we know you're listening. Pay the fuck up. I'm going to start an OnlyFans, but just for the Huntsman. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right, you want it? You fucking got it. Pay up, motherfucker. Pay or up. Are you going to tell me you got eight legs and no fucking bank account? What's not clicking here? <laughs> Pay up. Uh, it's not a, I, like, just and imagine, I just, a, <laughs> imagine a spider wanking with all eight legs. Chase! We've hit the Jace moment of the pod. I'm, I'm quite, feeling more like early, myself again. Quite early. Usually it's towards the end we hit the Jace moment, but we've hit the Jace moment early today. Fucking hell. I don't want to think about a spider <sighs> wanking. Do spiders okay. have dicks? Do they have them? I don't know. Let's find out. Google it. Google it right now. I need to know if spiders have dicks. Oh, I am. Do spiders have? Okay. When I type in do spiders have, the first... Everything that comes up is, do spiders have ears? Do spiders have bones? Do spiders have eight eyes? Nothing about dicks so far. Do, do spiders have consciences? <laughs> Probably not, because this one's watching me piss. Do spiders feel love? I fucking hope not. Can you imagine if the spider's in love with me now? Male spiders do have a penis. Oh. The testes are located on the underneath of the abdomen and connect the surface via a small tube. The male spins a small mat of silk and deposits a packet of sperm from the testes into the silk mat. So when spiders have babies... They jerk they, off into a bag? They jerk off into a silk bag and then squeeze the silk bag It's like a teenage boy jerking off into a sock. <laughs> I wish you could see Ree's face right now. Oh. <laughs> oh, my oh my god. Oh my god. Wait, so does that mean that spiders are essentially doing, every time they fuck, they're basically doing like IVF? Yes. You know what I'm terrified of, though? What if it's a lady spider and the reason that she's hanging out in my bathroom so long is she's laying eggs? If that happens, I'm going to burn my house down. Maybe she's a lesbian. Sorry to my real estate. She could be a lesbian. She could be a lesbian. Spiders have very unusual sex lives. More generally, male spiders use their hands called pedipalps. Jace. Jace, are you telling me? Are you telling me that you were you were actually right when you talked about spider wanking? Jace, <laughs> I was. They use their hands. Jace, we, how do they decide which hands they use? I wonder if it says which hands they use. Oh, yeah. Sp- <laughs> the next question underneath is: Do spiders have big dicks? <laughs> Someone's horny for spiders. It's not me. And it's not either of us. It's not me. Look, I'm a, I'm a monster fucker with the best of them, okay? 
We have discussed how I would make sweet love to Mothman given the chance. Also, the fish guy from Shape of Water. I need to add him to my hot man list. But spiders? No. No, 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 no. Here's some good news for you. Oh, please. Most spiders don't don't have the capacity to remember you because they have poor eyesight and their memory is not meant to remember things. So he's not actually watching me pee. He's just there. Well, he could be watching you pee, but every time you leave, he forgets. (laughs) So it's like a whole new level of excitement every time you come back. Well, there you have it, folks. We found the the sequel to Fifty First Dates. It's uh, Fifty First Pisses. It's the it's the porn version of Eight Legged Freaks. Eight Legged Leaks. <laughs> I think that's the quickest I've ever come up with one. Good for me. I was on that. I was on that like the spider on my ceiling. Fucking hell. Oh my god! Y'all should see Jace's face reading that article. My god, are you are you, you okay? Rhea's face while I was reading that article. You, you okay? I don't know. I feel like we've learned something today. I feel like we can now put ourselves as an educational podcast and a sex education podcast. Tamsin, be proud. <laughs> Tamsin, we did this for you. We did this for you. We talked about spider dicks for you. I hope my baby cousin enjoys this because I just found out that my sweet, innocent, lovely, gorgeous Christian baby cousin listens to this podcast because she loves me. <coughs> oh, God. And, um, oh, God. I'm, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'm so fucking sorry. Yeah. <sighs> oh, my God. Don't tell your mum, please. Please. Galechi, please don't tell your mum. Please, please don't. Anything that please, you hear please. on this podcast. I'm, I'm begging you. I'm really nice and normal and not a... <laughs> I can't even finish that sentence. We all know that that is wrong. (laughs) Here's something that I haven't actually spoken about on the podcast yet. Oh, please. A couple of weeks ago when you wanked off a spider. Brisbane. That's it. Uh, (laughs) A couple of weeks ago, I was feeling particularly horny and I thought, what would happen if I wanked off a spider? I was just tugging on those uh, (laughs) semen depositors like it was a cow and the bucket was made of silk. Uh, and then I was like, maybe I could get impregnated. You know no, what? You know what? I deserved that. I deserved that. Yeah, you did. <laughs> deserved that. Please actually tell your story. I'm so sorry. A couple of weeks ago when the Lifeline Book Fest was in Brisbane. Lifeline is a charity op shop place. Uh, what do you call it? Charity shop, thrift shop type situation. Yeah, op shop. And a couple of times a year in different states, they do a book fest. And that's where they rent out a big hall and then just tables and tables and tables of hundreds of thousands of books are in this. Oh, I've seen you posting about this before. It looks yes. really cool. It's amazing. And they're all cheap secondhand books and it all goes to charity and honestly, as far as the eye can see is books, basically. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So a couple of weeks ago when this was happening in Brisbane, Michael gets a, a message on Facebook from someone that he worked with like seven years ago. Mm. And this person said, hey, this is probably a bit of a weird question, but is this your daughter? And she sent a photo of my 11-year-old when my 11-year-old was under one year old. Oh, what? And it was a picture of a picture. What? Michael showed me. He said, is that Mally? Because it looks like Mally, but it's a weird kind of message to get. And I looked and I said, yes, that's her immediately. That is our daughter. I took that photo. I remember. And so he says, yes, it is. And then this person replied with, I just found this photo inside a book at the Lifeline Book Fest. 
Oh my god, what? Uh, yeah. And I asked Michael to ask this person what book they found it in, and it was in a book that I have never owned. Whoa. See, like, if it was, like, a book that you had owned and then donated, that's, that's yeah. that, that shit like that happens all the time. Yeah. But book you'd never owned? I've never owned. So this person grabbed the photo for us, and they've, they've yeah. got it. They're holding on to it. But of all the books, of all the children, it just happens to be someone that knows Michael, that remembered what Mally looked like as a one-year-old. And we were kind of racking our brains wondering how this happened in a book that I didn't donate. And some people have said maybe it had fallen out of a book and someone picked it up and just put it in another book. That's, yeah, that's that's literally what I was thinking. That's literally, I was like, I reckon this is what's happened. So if, if a few people have said that, then I reckon that's probably the most likely explanation. Another thing that we um, came up with was maybe a family member that we'd given the photos to use it as a bookmark and oh, then forgot and, and then they the donated the book. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what else it what else it could be. That is but so But it's just wild. so bizarre. That's extremely bizarre. And I'm just I'm so glad that it was someone that we know that opened that book cuz if it was some weirdo, um that would make me feel uncomfortable. But mm. how weird is that? That's ridiculous. Holy shit. Oh my god. I just I do like that I do like that Mally was distinctive enough looking as a baby that someone was like, mm, yeah. this looks like Michael's kid. Michael's <laughs> kid. <laughs> yeah. How weird is that? That's wild. Oh my god. Because there's so much that had to add up. Yeah. To have that happen. There are so many steps there for that. So to the happen. butterfly effect fucks me up. Not the movie with Ashton Kutcher, but like the the concept of the butterfly effect. I haven't fucks seen that me movie. Up. All I know is it's a movie called The Butterfly Effect and Ashton Kutcher's in it. I think there was oh. a poster for it in one of our classrooms or something. Oh, my state. God. There was but a poster for it in one of the classrooms. I yeah, just, it was blue. <laughs> I just got like a visceral memory of yeah. that. Oh, my God. Yeah. But, yeah, wow. That's – I yeah. hate to think how many pictures of me or like just random things that I used to own are just floating around out there. That terrifies me. Yeah. That absolutely terrifies me because – um, as a child and a young adult, especially, I was, I don't want to say that I was a hoarder because like, that is a very real problem. And I don't want to like dismiss that in any way, but I, I did hang on to a lot of stuff and I accumulated a lot of stuff You're and very then, sentimental. Oh, I'm extremely sentimental. Okay. Um, I, like I have trouble throwing things out. I have a flower that is sitting on a shelf in front of me right now that someone picked for me when we hung out several months ago and it's still just sitting there and I refuse to get rid of it. Like I just, just the most useless stuff, like absolutely. But, um, my mum, on the other hand, Wendy, uh, her nickname in certain circles of my family is Chucker because she just loves to chuck <laughs> shit out. She just get she just gets yeah. rid of it. She's not sentimental about objects in the slightest. She's fucking whoop, off you go. Um, so, uh, yeah, like in my later years living there and especially after I first moved out, mum was just getting, she would send me photos and be like, can I throw this? Can I throw this? Can I throw this? And quite often I'd be like, no, I'm going to come back and get it. <laughs> but like she did. At least throw, she did that. She did throw a lot of my shit out though. Um, so yeah. There's without your knowledge? Without, yeah, without my knowledge. Um, <gasps> I know. <sighs> terrifying. Terrifying. I'm fine Gabby with it. Gabby did that to me. Like I'm fine with she it. She sold them. I'm fine with it Sorry. now because, like, if 
Yeah, if I hadn't gone and picked it up, I probably wasn't going to. And I do tend to accumulate a lot of stuff that I will then never use. Um, yeah. I try and at least once a year do a big clean out. I currently have three full-size garbage bags of clothes under my bed. That, that you I'm, keep meaning to donate. That I keep meaning to donate, but like and I don't. And you never do. And then I never do. Look, I don't. Me ha- too. I can't drive, and I'm not. I'm not carrying that shit to Vinny's. And also, Vinny's in Newtown probably won't take it because none of it's cool enough. Mm. Like, yeah. Do you remember always going to Newtown Vinny's to shop because it was always the coolest shit? Yes, and now it is ridiculously expensive. Thanks. So fucked up. Everyone, people mm. that would fucking like buy shit from there and then resell it. Oh, don't get me started on the fucking e-commerce. I live right near King Street. There are so many fucking thrift shops and like vintage clothing stores in the area. And like some of this stuff, I'll look at it and I'll be like, why are you selling this for $100? Like the the whole point of like thrifting is that it's meant to be accessible. The whole point of op shops, like the Salvos and Vinnie's and Mm -hmm. all that kind of thing is it's meant to be affordable like like people are buying used clothes because that that's the option that they have it needs to be affordable but unfortunately i live in a very cool trendy area so uh it's all expensive and they will fucking curate that shit like if if they don't think that shit will sell they'll just get rid of it that's like you you have no idea how many like so much clothes wastage and like people need basics and things not everything has to be a statement piece Exactly. It's, it's horrifying, honestly. I remember buying from Newtown one of the vintage shops. You'll re- probably remember this once I mention it. Do you remember my really long Cheshire cat looking cardigan? Yes. <laughs> I yes. bought this ankle length. Jace, ankle length. Jace had a lot of fucking cardigans back in the day. Let me tell you what. Yeah, I did. I, so had a, I was a big cardigan pearl. I... I I bought cardigans like I buy striped t-shirts now. Just to put it into perspective for you guys, because we all know how yeah. much Jace <laughs> loves a striped t-shirt. What am I wearing right now? Striped t-shirt. I mean, look, I Bingo. can't talk. I'm sitting and you're here wearing in. A... Yeah. <laughs> Go on. When we first started up the video chat, I had a little giggle to myself because I'm sitting here wearing my my classic striped t-shirt and Ree was sitting there and still is sitting there wearing a giant flannel yep yep this is this is my this is my flannel it's a gray men's flannel from kmart and i probably wear it every second recording session (laughs) it's good something works for you you keep going with that but i had this giant cardigan that Mm. i bought from one of the vintage shops it was ankle length pink and purple or pink and black Mm. i think it was pink and black but Mm. But we called it the Cheshire Cat cardigan because it was like that certain kind of pink that the Cheshire Cat was with the yeah. It was very evocative anyway, of the Cheshire Cat. It was. It was. It was a statement piece. Gabby fucking hated it. Oh, Good. she hated it so Good. much. She was like, "Why? Why? Why?" She just did not understand it. And I was like, "I don't know. I don't have a reason." I don't have reason. And then when I dyed my hair bright red and it clashed with the with the, the Cheshire Cat cardigan. Oh, shit. How dare. How dare. It was so fun. I loved it. I had so much fun shit. Like, mm. yeah. Anyway, yeah. that was my story. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like, do you remember how much you got it for? I think it was something like $38. Oh, 
See, that's, you know, that's still pricey, but that's not terrible. It's op- It was op shop. Yeah, you'd go, you'd go to one of those shops today and it would be fucking 50 bucks. Something yeah. along those lines. I hate it yeah. when op shops know what they've got. Mm. They all research now. I feel like yeah. they employ, because a lot of salvos and places will have work for the doll people. Mm. People who are in there working for their welfare. Yeah. And I feel like they must task some of them to just Google brands because some of these salvos just know what they've got and they price yeah. accordingly. Yeah. Um, I used to work for the Vinnies in Blacktown briefly. Um, I and think got any secrets? Um, I stole a lot of shit. <laughs> it's for charity, Re. <laughs> and also I was like 17 um, I, this was after I had dropped out of school, um, due to, you know, horrendous bullying and wanting to unalive myself. Hmm. Um, and I was on Centrelink and, um, basically, yeah, I was like, oh, it would be really cool to work at Vinnie's. Um, so yeah, I was working at Vinnie's and I was also at TAFE. Um, and yeah, it was also a good thing to put on my resume because mm. my resume was fucking empty. And I was like, look, this is a way to get retail experience, volunteer experience. The The vetting process was super easy because, again, I was like 17 at the time and they didn't have to pay me. So I literally just went to like a induction for one day. I sat down in front of a little boxy TV and watched a VCR. I can't remember what it was. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I worked in the Vinnies um, and this is Blacktown Vinnies. Mm-hmm. The average price of things was like six bucks. It was sick. Like it was so good. Um, but I did develop a problem while I was there because uh, it was very easy to just take things. Mm. And especially because the only other two people that worked there were this nice elderly couple. And they would say, if you want anything, <laughs> just put it aside. Just put it aside. But they I think were talking they meant in, put it aside and then buy it. But they were talking in terms of like clothes and stuff. Yeah. Uh, my my favorite thing to steal from Vinnie's were knickknacks and rosary beads. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a very pointed I, thing for steal of stealing. I have literally sitting in front of me right now uh, that I can immediately see with my eyes uh, for. Four things that I stole from Vinnie's that I can see right now. Wow. Two candle holders, a crystal ball, and an antique perfume bottle. It's like the um it's like when you're having a panic attack, someone people that people tell you to name five things you can smell, five <laughs> things you can touch. You're there, you can it's be like, like, okay, name okay, five Reed, things you've stolen. Name, yeah. <laughs> name five things you've stolen, you know. Grocery um, beads, perfume dispenser, knickknacks. <laughs> okay, good, I'm grounded again. Actually, I think I still have one of those pairs of rosary beads around because I loved the rosary beads so much. Now, I'm not religious and I'm definitely not Catholic, but I was huge into like the imagery and also like mm-hmm. rosary beads are like a very goth thing to wear. So yes. I was like, <laughs> I got a fucking free supply on my hands, baby. Um, so, yeah, I would just do it. And then also... <laughs> I'm really outing myself as a terrible fucking person. Um, they would also tell oh, me if you haven't done it by now, it's about to I... get worse. It's about to get worse. This oh couple God, also here we like, go. oh, if you need to take like five bucks from the register to buy lunch or to oh get no. the bus home, go for it. 
Oh no. Do you know how many 50s went missing? Three. That they, that they did not notice? <sighs> Once again, I was a child. Mm-hmm. I am aware that this is bad. I would not do this mm-hmm. now. But I We're also not think suggesting that you do this. I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that I would do this now and I'm not suggesting that anyone do this, but I do find it very funny that that is what I used to do. Um, while my peers were, uh, doing their HSEs, uh, you know, falling in love, learning to drive, buying cars. I was stealing rosary beads from the Vinnies. That's what I got up to in my late teens. You were stealing rosary beads and $50 notes from little old ladies. Yes. That's what I did. That's such a re thing to do. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I used one of those $50 notes to snort some Adderall once as well. Like, <laughs> well, that old couple's dead now, so. Probably. Doesn't matter. Almost certainly. <laughs> and Blacktown Vinnies has probably jacked their prices up. Blacktown Vinnies, we know you're listening. Um, <laughs> I. You don't know my legal name. Um, <laughs> and also, also put your prices back down. I just want to say this is a podcast. It's a form of comedy. It's a form of performance. So don't take everything that we say as 100% serious. We do embellish some stories for legal purposes. This is, I'm just saying this for legal reasons. Allegedly. I did Yeah, theft. so just add an allegedly, allegedly in front of everything that we say. And also, we need a jackass-style warning at the fr- at the start that says, "Don't try this at home." Seriously, don't do. This podcast is basically a cautionary tale. Don't do yes, any- exactly. Don't do anything I do. Don't do anything I do. Even now, at As- the ripe old age of twenty nine years old, don't do the shit that I do. Do not. <laughs> Don't do the shit that I do that I'm not going to tell you that I do because I don't want to ruin this wholesome image that you all have of me. My closest friends know. If you don't know, then I guess we're not as close as you thought that we were. <laughs> um, I know. As my mum used to say, do as I say, not as I do, which is yeah. a fucked thing for a parent to say, but it's cool when we say it. It's, so. cool. it's cool when we say it because we're basically... <laughs> Actually, yeah. it should be don't do as we say and don't do as we do. Just don't. <laughs> Just don't. Just don't. That's the new tagline. New tagline. Hello and welcome <laughs> to this week's episode of Do You Still Like Me? Don't. Don't. Everything you're about to hear, don't. don't. <laughs> Just fucking don't. <laughs> Just don't do it. Just don't do it. Uh, but like, I'm. I exactly. Will, I will happily talk about shit that I did as a child and as a very young adult because, like, yeah. I, while I am. It's the in the same, past. While I am the same person. I also am a very different person, if that makes sense. Like the essence of me is still the same. I still get up to all my hijinks, but I have a better understanding of right and wrong now. And I have a better understanding of how to take care of myself now. Um, So that's good. Uh, But yeah, a lot of the shit I We will not speak of our current crimes on this podcast. Mine, I I get too drunk and I fuck my ex-boyfriend I mean, you have, I guess, spoken about your Um, Don't, I'm bleeping it out because we you, don't want to mention any more men on this podcast. You don't have to. He listens. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Um, speaking of doing as you say, not as you do. Yes. I've been doing as you do and not as you say. I'm sorry, what? Recently. I'm sorry. You've been the doing, last couple of days. You've been doing as I do. 
Yes. I started watching Criminal Minds for the first time. <gasps> oh my god! Okay, I'm scared if about you're a long time listener of the podcast. You know how much Ree loves Criminal Minds, and it's, it's a one of my shows. few of our it's listeners also do. And I thought I've gone through all of my comfort shows. It's about time that I gave one of Ree's comfort shows a go. One that we don't oh share god. because we share a lot of comfort things. Yeah, but Criminal Minds has always been. Something that's just been yours. And yeah, pretty much. I want it. I'm taking it. <laughs> All right. Um, Duh. I've decided I – well, the thing is I – the reason I haven't watched it is because I haven't had anything to watch it on. But we recently got Disney Plus because we've been getting into the Christmas movies and a lot of them are on Disney Plus. So we yeah. got Disney Plus and we're going to have it for about a month before we get rid of it because we're not fucking made of money. Mm. But Criminal Minds is on Disney Plus. For, I don't know if it's for everyone, but it's for us. I think Foxtel, Star or whatever it is, has teamed up yeah, with Disney Star. Plus or something. Yeah, whatever it's, it is. It's on there. It's on there. It's on there. We've spoken before about how we love Shamar more, and I have loved him for a very long time, but I've never seen Criminal Minds. Yeah. It's very weird seeing him so young, for yeah. starters. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's wild that you have loved Shamar more for so long, and this is, like, one of the bigger things that he's done. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, like, years and years I've loved him just as a yeah. like, character, like as a person, I guess. And he is a meme also, of a person like, in his other shows that he's done, but he, he's, he's he a really meme. is. I think it's the best. He's just in a silly, goofy mood. He's just silly and <laughs> sexy. Please, Shamar, I know you're listening. Please don't be a sex offender or an abuser. Please, 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 oh, please, God. please, 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 yeah. please. But yeah, I'm getting into Criminal Minds. I like it so far. Mm-hmm. It's... It gives me the kind of feel of a cross between a police procedural, which it is. It's a police force drama and an 80s and 90s movie, like a drama movie. Mm -hmm. It's got that sort of movie feel to it. Yes. Pretty cool. Yes. And as soon as Shamar was like OCD, more like OMG, I was like, this is it. This is (laughs) – I'm in. (laughs) I'm in. He has some. I'm wi- in for life. He has some wild fucking lines on that show. I am so happy for you uh, to have joined my world. Um, it it means everything to me, uh, both the show and the. And fact I can that see why you it. love Spencer Reed now. Mm, yeah, he's your baby. <clears throat> oh, little autistic angel. Yes, yes. And like, what season are you still on? The first season. How much have you gotten through? Oh, I'm only like six episodes in because I can only watch it during the day when the kids are at school because it's on Disney plus and we only have that in the living room he, he, and then when yeah. they get home from school he gets better he gets sexier as well um which you know is huge for me um because <laughs> yeah the I'm like <laughs> I'm sitting here and I'm Ray's I'm blushing, blushing. <laughs> um <laughs> I've got to say the main guy the boss guy which one it's kind of the old one. Gideon? I think so. He's the old one. Mandy Patinkin? Yes. Mm. Yeah, mm. that kind of does it for me. But now that you've seen it all, I don't I don't like that you're doing that. But see, that's the thing. I don't like watching things that other people have watched before yeah. me because I don't I like don't not spo- knowing as much as what other people do. I don't want to spoil anything I don't for care. You. I don't want to spoil anything for you. No, but I want spoilers. That's the thing with me. If someone else knows something about something, I need to know. I don't care if it's a spoiler. It's like, I need to know. Okay. Please, I need to know. Is he a serial <clears throat> killer? 
No, but he's not on Is the show. Is he a sex offender? No, but he's not on the show for very Did long. Did he die? He's not on the show for very long. Yeah, I didn't think he would be, but he's like hot. Yeah. To me. Yeah. Like it's just this commanding yeah. old guy thing. <laughs> you know me. I've liked commanding old guys. It's been my thing for ages. Look, it does make a lot of sense that out of the characters on that show, yeah. that you would think Gideon's hot and that I think Spencer is yeah. hot. It's just, it makes a lot of sense. It we are entirely predictable. We are extremely predictable. I can't wait for when Emily Prentice shows up. And I want to see how you deal with her. Okay. Because she's very... I'll keep you posted on everything. She's very hot and kind of gay. And mean. And mean. And kind of gay. She mean? She mean? A little bit mean. <sighs> and very competent. Everything. Very competent, very smart, good with a gun. <sighs> And that's so hot. Huge gay vibes. Huge gay. Huge gay. Oh, I vibes. love gay vibes. Yeah, no, you're gonna fucking love Prentice. You're gonna love Prentice. She's the best. I'm gonna lose my mind. You are gonna lose your mind. But yeah, I'm I'm on board with Criminal Minds. I don't Yay. know why I didn't watch it the first time around mm. because it is everything that I ever would have wanted in a show. It's like, to quote Shima Moore, it's goofy, silly, sexy, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. It's no. <sighs> It's I good. I like it so far. You. But I just thought I'd let you know. Thank you. I, that I love I that. I am doing this. I appreciate that. Please feel free. I can free. be very. P- please feel free to send me photos or screenshots of anything. Oh, absolutely. Um, Especially if it's Spencer. But, but if it's Spencer, I'm just going to scream baby over and over because he's baby. That's um. totally fine. And it's actually surprising me that I am watching it because as we've spoken about before, I don't like being told what to do. And it's not even just being told what to do. Because you've never been like, you have to watch it because you know me. No, no, no. But, I would never do that. No. But I don't like, I don't know. You don't like doing things because other people are doing them. I yeah, don't. And it's not I because get like that. I think I I'm like cool. That. That's, like, look, that's it, why it took me so long to watch Succession. Like people have been raving about it for years and I'm like, fine, I guess I'll jump on board. And then I did. And I was like, wow, I'm in the love. The thing is you have to do it when you want to do it. Yeah. It has to be your decision. Because yeah, otherwise it's like, it's a real... Um, Disorder. It is a disorder. Mm. Yeah. No, for sure. It's PDA slash... Uh, Public displays of affection? That's what I thought every time I... Uh, um, every time I thought about it, every time I saw it, I also thought PDA. Oh, God, but we're just yeah, adding it's... to our list of disorders now. I know. I don't need any patho- more. Well, here we go. I'm about to give you another one. Oh. Pathological demand avoidance syndrome. Oh, my God. It was first described in the 1980s in the UK and is an autistic spectrum disorder related to but significantly different from standard autism and is increasingly becoming recognised as part of the autism spectrum. There has been change of the language to PDA being a profile within the autism spectrum and that it is now that is now reflected on the NAS website in some supporting articles. Um, specifically, people with PDA will avoid demands made by others due to their very sudden and usually high anxiety levels when they feel that they are not in control. Oh my God, fuck. That is me. That oh, is me. This is why I'm so And you bad also, at but like. Literally every job I've ever had. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I, it's, I only like being told what to do when it's in a horny way. And even then, I'm, yeah. a, fucking, I'm a fucking brat. Like, me too. I, I play with Bingo. it. Bingo. I don't, I don't immediately too. do it. I'll fuck around with it for a bit. But like, yeah, I won't immediately do it. Oh my god, that's that's me. And I'll find another resource because that one was quite short. But 
fucking cookies. Um, pathological demand avoidance is a profile that describes those whose main characteristic... Oh, fuck off. I don't want to take a survey. <laughs> Ask me to take a survey? I don't fucking think so. Um, is to avoid everyday demands and expectations to an extreme extent. Wow. So I believe Mally has it, mm. but also I think I also have a lot of symptoms of that. Not surprised. Uh, Absolutely let me not see surprised. if I can find it. Uh, this demand avoidance is often, but according to some PDA adults, not always accompanied by high levels of anxiety. Although there is no prevalent study as yet, the demand avoidant profile is thought to be relatively uncommon. However, it's important to recognize and understand this distinct profile has its implications for the way a person is best supported, blah, blah, blah. Okay, features. Autism is dimensional, meaning individual profiles can vary considerably depending on the combination of a person's strengths and difficulties across two key dimensions. How someone relates socially and the need for sameness often resulting in a repetitive or rigid thoughts or behaviours. People with a PDA profile can appear to have a better social understanding of communication skills than some other autistic people and are often able to use this to their advantage. However, these apparent social abilities can often mask difficulty with processing and understanding communication and social situations. The distinctive features of a demand avoidant profile include resists and avoids the ordinary demands of life, uses social strategies as a part of avoidance, for example, distracting, giving excuses, appears sociable but lacks some understanding, experiences excessive mood swings and impulsivity, appears comfortable in role play and pretense, displays obsessive behaviour that is often focused on other people. Um, but yeah, basically... If someone tells you to do something or to watch something, your brain, something in your brain goes, nah, 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 nah. And yeah, oh I reckon I've got God. that. You probably have that. But yeah, so that's, mm. that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Bing. Please, please stop giving me diagnoses. I've been crushed You're welcome. The Would you like another acronym? Oh, fucking thank you. Love it. You're welcome. Great. But Great. yeah, I think that helps me understand a lot about myself yeah. even like even if I'm not diagnosing myself with things or being diagnosed with things just knowing that there is some sort of reason mm. sort of explanation behind what yeah. I why I'm so against yeah. watching things people tell me to watch because yeah. it's not that I don't want to I just don't want to do what someone wants me to do yeah it's yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah it's a thing okay so in about two years you'll watch six session and then we can talk about it yeah. Once you stop talking about it. <laughs> Once I stop talking about it. Yeah, because I haven't talked. I haven't talked about Criminal Minds in a while because I've been obsessed with Succession. So yeah. Yeah, and then that was my window to jump on in and be like, like what? "All right, see, I'll watch things sometimes mm. if I feel like I'm missing out on something. Yeah, I'll watch it. I'll be like, I need to watch this because I'm missing out on, on the jokes and on the references and yeah. I don't understand. Yeah, and then that's my anxiety pushing me to watch it, mm. but. At the same time, if something's super popular and everyone loves it and is talking about it, my brain goes, mm, 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 Yeah, like, no, same, same. That actually happened to me fairly recently. I don't know if we've discussed this or not, but I'm not I'm not going to watch Squid Game. I'm probably never going to watch Squid Game. I'm not interested in watching Squid Game at all. I get it. Uh, it that capitalism bad. I, I knew that. Um, <laughs> I, th I think it's cool that, you know, um, uh, foreign... Uh, artists and filmmakers and actors etc have made something that's such a hit um 
but also now I like I've seen the aftermath of it in that it's been very commodified. People are making fucking Funko Pops and stuff, and it's just like, mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, is, yeah. So yeah, I'm probably never gonna watch it. So not for me. Um, I mean, like maybe down the road, but like not anytime soon, certainly. Yeah. Because I'm just like, no, I, uh, I don't, I don't. Yeah, I. Mm. I've always wondered why I didn't like things that had a lot of hype around them and I just mm. you're always hearing oh you're, you think you're so special and you just you don't want things because other people like it and mm. it you grow up hearing that you're just trying to be cool and all that kind of stuff but mm. I never really understood why because it never made me feel cool to not want to watch or listen to things that other people watched and listened to yeah it didn't make me feel cool to only like certain bands or certain movies and stuff it just was like this blockage in my head Mm. where I just couldn't do it and I never understood it so it's just nice to know that there is something out there that yeah things something that people do go through yeah yeah no it's it's good to know that there that like that that is a thing um explanations yeah yeah um, I want to, I want to, I want to end the pod on saying something that might make some people mad. Oh, do it. I have never listened to a Taylor Swift song all the way through. And I probably, oh, me either. I probably, good for her. Fantastic. Love what she's doing. Not for me. Uh, sorry to all of, all of my gay friends. <laughs> Which is most. I feel of like them. I missed that boat. I re- I missed the boat. I really missed the boat on her. Like, she, yeah, I wasn't the right. I wasn't the right age for her when she was a thing for with with teenagers. And I just, I just, it's just never been something I've been able to to get into. Um, and yeah, and especially now in the past few years where she's had like a real resurgence. I'm like, that's fantastic for her. But like all these people around me being like, oh, Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift. I'm like, 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 cool. Like I have nothing against her at all. But again, the fact that there is so much hype, I'm just not going to jump on board. I can't do it. I cannot. I cannot jump on board now. Ditto. And I follow people who are both like, OMG Taylor Swift, she's amazing, which Mm. is fine. Mm. And I also follow people who are like, oh my God, I'm so sick of people talking about Taylor Swift, which is to me not fine. Like whatever, yeah. just fucking. I don't, I, don't really li- I don't really like shitting on things that people like, you know, I, I, I've yeah. actually really. Unless it's like obviously. Obviously something that's like, like bad. Unless someone's like, if someone's like, oh my God, Hitler's book's so amazing. And oh my God. Like, um, oh my God. I love Marilyn Manson. Like. <laughs> no, yeah. Then no, you're going to go. Oh. No. But, but if, if it's, it's just, if it's people just know. shitting on it because it's popular and people like it, then I'm just like, like I don't go out of my way to, I don't go out of my way to tweet. Oh, I, I just don't listen to Taylor Swift. Like I, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah. Why would I do? Because no one gives a fuck. Why would I do? No one that? gives a fuck if you don't listen to Taylor Swift. Exactly. And if you've got a valid reason to not want to listen to her, fine. Like yeah. whatever. I've heard my, I've heard all the stories, all the reasons to not support her and whatever that's like mm. valid but also the people that i'm talking about are just there going ugh, it's so annoying with yeah fuck that nothing. no it's just like it's just you're not cool for, no for not liking someone yeah anyway yeah uh. re i got a question for you my love yes jace what's your question even though i 
made a lot of threats towards my neighbor because he couldn't stop mowing the lawn when I was trying to do something. And even though he didn't realize that I was trying to do something, he's still guilty. Even though I yelled before we recorded the podcast and then during the podcast and then got angry at you, even though it wasn't your fault. Yeah. Do you still like me? I do. <laughs> I do. I do. I love you. Um, I get it. I get it, dude. I get it. It's okay. God, you're whipped. Oh, oh. Um, James. Yes. Even though, even though, uh, I used to steal money and rosary beads from old ladies. Do you, do you still like me? The past is the past, my dear. And you know the shit I get up to now, so I can't talk. Yes, I still like you. Good. Thank you. I'm going to go watch Cousin Greg now. (laughs) I'm going to go and piss. (laughs) Love you. you. This has been another episode of Do You Still Like Me? A podcast for the unhinged by the unhinged. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at DYSLMPod. And you can also contact us at DYSLMPod at gmail.com. You can find me, Ree, on Instagram and Twitter at Remansel. And you can find Jace on Instagram at jace.cordova and on Twitter at jace.cordova. Thanks for listening.